Hello and welcome to the Oregon Wine History Archive podcast. The Oregon Wine History Archive is located at Linfield University in McMinnville, Oregon, and is dedicated to preserving and sharing the Oregon wine story. This podcast shares these stories through oral history interviews we've conducted throughout the industry. Please enjoy today's episode. My name is Rich Schmidt. We're here with Antonio Verdusco. It's June 21st, 2023, first day of summer. We're here at Soder Vineyards in Carlton. Antonio, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, the first question is why wine or why vineyards? Wow, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, growing up, I, I, I was raised in a farm, so the vineyard setting is kind of a little bit similar to that. And so I think that's why, one of the, one of the reasons that I feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also I like being outside. I, I like the hot weather, cold weather, <laughs> all the seasons. It kind of reminds me of, you know, of where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us about that. Where, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in... Well, I was, I was uh, born in Michoacan, in a small village. It's San Miguel del Rio. I grew up with my, my grandfathers or my grandparents. And, and they, they had a farm. So they, they grew peanuts and we had cows, we had chickens, pigs, a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. And so at a young age, he, you know, he, uh, he, he took me with him. So that, that kind of, you know, he taught me that I needed to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no option, <laughs> pretty much. What was, the, what was the work like? It was, it was uh, a, well, I mean, it was a little bit, uh, at the time I, w- I was pretty small. So it was kind of challenging for me, mm-hmm. but uh, we were, I would help plant, uh, peanuts you know so I will help uh, take the cows to have water mm-hmm. we had them in parcels and the, so we had to always you know every day pretty much take them to get some water to the river or sometimes we had like a big container where uh, where there was water stored there so talking about a little bit later as you as you grew up uh, when did you when did you come to Oregon when I when I was 10, I was going to be 11, my mother decided to, you know, bring all the family here. And, uh, and so I, I would say around 11, so mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And what brought, you to, what brought the family to Oregon? I don't know, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I'm assuming that uh, my mother knew people here, and so it was, it was kind of like, one of those things that when you know people it's like okay let's go there and they help each other mm-hmm. and so that's why we I feel like that's why we ended up here mm-hmm. what were your first impressions it was cold <laughs> it was cold I was used to the warm warm weather and coming here it was just kind of like different it was uh, shocking for me mm-hmm. so but over time, I think I got, I got used to it. I adapted pretty good. And what did you do when you got here? I went to school. 
middle school, high school, and and after that I I went to community college to make it up for for a year or so, and I started uh, when I was going to Jamaica. I started working at a vineyard. I think it was like around 2002, somewhere in there, and I was working part time. And so, I, for some reason, I felt like I understood the job. I mean, I was I was used to working out in the fields. I I knew that you needed you know to work long hours pretty much, but I was at the time I was working part-time and, and I think my first job was putting anchor wires around the vineyard. We were doing some new plantings, so it was, uh, it was interesting. I mean, just because when I saw that we were, we were doing those, these blocks of vineyards, everything, it was pretty much the same, so it was, it was, it was nice. You mentioned feeling comfortable in vineyards and, and feeling like, a, a, if, was that true from the start? Did you feel like you could kind of do the work and understand what needed to be done from the, from the start? Yes, I, I think, you know, just by being raised in the farm, you, you know, you get those, uh, well, they teach you how to, you know, be good with your hands, understand what you need to do. Or at a young age, I was uh, putting fences or helping out pretty much. So. So yeah, so it was kind of, I feel, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say normal, but I, I understood the job. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned starting kind of part-time while you were at Chemeketa. So what, what kind of came next for you? What point did it become sort of more of your life? Uh, well, I was, I was working and I think I was, uh, at the time, the school wasn't, wasn't my thing. <laughs> I'm, I regret it now, but I mean, at the time, you know, I, I thought I made the right choice, you know, I got in, you know, working in the vineyard part-time and, you know, once the summer came, it was more work and so I started working more and um, I was, I was, at uh, the time for me, I was making, I was making pretty good money, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so I was happy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that's kind of when I decided that, you know, I, I think I, I like working out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I stayed working for that place for around six years. And where was that? Uh, at the time, it was the name was uh, I believe it was Oaks Ranch, mm-hmm. and I think the guy sold it to uh, I think Johan's Vineyard, and he separated in a couple parts. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so it was it's Johan's Vineyard and it's uh, Left Coast Cellars mm-hmm. as well right now at this moment. And I think the middle part Jack, he I think his name is Jack owns owns that area. How did the, as you worked more hours and as you got more comfortable, how did what you, your responsibilities progress? What were you asked to do? Uh, I think, well, I mean, uh, I, since I, I knew a little bit of English at the time and, and Spanish, and we had a crew that uh, didn't speak a lot of English, so I was kind of like the, the guy that was helping out. So it, that's that's kind of how I started, mm-hmm. and uh, as uh, as time passed, I got a little bit more involved. Like with you know, I was driving a tractor, spraying, cutting grass, and and just keeping the the place maintained. So what came next for you after that? After that, <laughs> I think uh, things changed a little bit. I I had some some things that I I needed to. Uh, 
to deal with and and so I I uh, after six years I think I, I left a job and I started working in different different jobs like nurseries and uh, um, and factories as well and and uh, I always drove around you know going from work to to home and I I, I kept saying seeing a lot of vineyards and I'm like oh you know it just kind of reminding me when I, you know, when I started, I'm like, okay, I wanna, I'm gonna see if, uh, you know, I probably, you know, apply again in a, in a vineyard and see if uh, I can get the job just so I can, so I can reduce my travel time. Uh, at the time I was working in Warehouser, it's uh, in, by Jefferson, so it was uh, from McMinnville to there, it was kind of like an hour drive. And so I knew a friend in Atlas vineyard management company that is now and uh, he said hey we were hiring tractor drivers if you want to you know if you want to work just put an application there and so I did and uh, I started working there for for around two or three years and in that process uh, I think Sorter hired them to to manage this site and uh, and they they told me this, like, hey, do you wanna, you know, take care of uh, of this site? And so I came here and and I looked at it and it was it was nice. <laughs> when I came in, I think I just uh, I saw the land and I'm like, you know, I can I can drive here. It's good. <laughs> so it wasn't too dangerous. We'll start with before we get to Johan or before we get to Soder. Excuse me. Let's talk about your time here at, at Atlas. Um, obviously, going from kind of working at one vineyard to working for vineyard management, kind of a different step. So, tell me about getting used to that, being at different places. Did you ever feel? Did you enjoy that more, or did you did you kind of miss the familiarity with one site? I think yeah. I, th I think it was it was it was hard working just because we had there was a lot of acreage there. And so it was a lot of driving, mm -hmm. and I felt like it was always, you know, go time. <laughs> so you didn't have time to, to just enjoy what you did. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, we kept the the place pretty good, mm -hmm. maintained. Um, but I felt like it was it was too much. So I think in my mind it was like thinking, I need to work it where it's gonna be a vineyard that is gonna be not too big or, or too small. There's gonna be, in my mind I had like around 40 acres, 30 to 40 acres, and when I landed here, that's pretty much what, what it was. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned this, you, you liked the site from the beginning. Tell me what it, uh, it kind of looked like to you as you got started here, as your first, first time at Soder. Uh, how, what, was the vineyard, what was the vineyard like? What did it look like? What, what, what needed to be done? I mean, it, it, everything looked good. I think. Uh, I mean, it was it was a big change for me when I when I uh, landed here at Soder, just because I think they were switching to biodynamic at the time, and so I wasn't used to it. And so it was it was a big change, and and I learned a lot. And I think the person that helped me the most understood the biodynamic farming. It was uh, Nadine, mm -hmm. and so I, it it, it kind of. I had to start all over, mm -hmm. <laughs> just because it's different. It was different uh, what I was used to. What were the biggest sort of biggest differences in, from, from what you learned before to biodynamic farming? What well, it, it's more more work, meaning like the the weeds you don't spray the weeds, so you have to find, you know, either do it by hand, hoeing, or or using a, a 
a machine that does it. And so at the time when I when I came here, they purchased this uh, clement, which is a couple bars that go underneath the, the ground, and it just kind of cuts the, the roots of the grass or weeds. And they, if it doesn't rain, they're supposed to dry. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that's that's uh, one of the challenges that uh, it's it's more work mm -hmm. to maintain the the weeds down. What was your initial role when you were hired here? What was your what was what, what were you doing most of the time? I was tractor operator, mm -hmm. so just this this was my backyard pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> driving in circles all day long. And how has your role changed? As uh, as the time passed, uh, since I was always in the vineyard, and I was always keeping an eye on the vineyard, they you know they decided to put me as a vineyard supervisor. Just there were there were crews here, and I was pretty much. Uh, communicating with them as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't speak Spanish, so she didn't have a problem with that. But just because I was always driving around, if I was, if somebody was gonna see something, I, it was gonna be me. So in that role as vineyard supervisor, how did your kind of day-to-day -day or week-to-week -week life change? It, it was, it was a little bit more work, just because if, if I saw something, I had to get off the tractor and go <laughs> and, and kind of check and see if, uh, what they were doing or kind of like guiding to the goal that we had in mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so it was it, it was a little bit more work. When it comes to sort of supervising or, or managing, um, did you feel fairly confident in that role from the start? Not really. <laughs> you know, I mean, not really. It was, it was a little bit uh, challenging just because I was used to just uh, work you know, just nonstop and and uh, and so switching into the supervisor, I, I had to talk to people and I had to you know be careful what what I said. I couldn't just be rude, just kind of <laughs> uh, find the right approach. So it was it was a little bit challenging. Was that was that the biggest challenge for you in the new role? At the time, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, just trying to. To have the crew happy, and and just get the job done that we needed to get done. What about now? What's your biggest challenge now? Well, now I, well now I think it's uh, looking back. I think it's it's a little bit uh, better for me just because we have a bigger team, mm -hmm. and so that kind of it releases a little bit more pressure on me. And and. And that uh, makes me enjoy more what I do. Mm -hmm. It makes me kind of like, you know, I can walk through the vineyard and just kind of enjoy where I work. Mm -hmm. So in that role then, obviously you, you've been here long enough now, what, what are the changes you've seen at Soder? What, how has the, this place changed? Well, we got more acreage. <laughs> it got a little bit bigger, mm -hmm. so. So I think uh, it's it's yeah definitely got bigger and um, I feel like uh, it's just growing. I mean, if it's slowly but it's, it's growing. So I mean, it's one of those things that it's like what's going to happen next, mm -hmm. you know? When uh, when as the vineyard has expanded, have you had a what what has your role been as the vineyard has grown? Have have you had a role in putting down new vines or sort of planning planning where things are growing? Yes, yes, usually we, we 
we do some replantings and we take out you know, some vines that uh, we feel they need to come out and we, we replant. And so, so yeah, I think it's, I'm, I like this job. It's, I do a little bit of everything, which is good. It's always, always fun. Yeah, take me through that. I'm curious kind of what a, what a typical day looks like for you. Well, I mean, uh, depends on the season, but I mean, right now it's just, uh, we, I have water going in some blocks and, and I'm, I'm doing hatching as well at the same time and cutting grass. So that's, those are the two activities that I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And, and also when, when in the slow season is more kind of, we go back and we replace all what mess that we make, <laughs> anchors that we need to be replaced or post, things like that. What about during harvest? How does, the, how does your role change when the grapes are ready? When the harvest, I think, uh, well, it, it changes a little bit just because I, I have, you know, I, I communicate more with people, with the crew. And uh, well, right now we have a, a contractor that is helping us with, they're doing a good job. But uh, it, before that, you know, I was, I was more involved with the people, kind of like directing them and, you know, guiding them which blocks we were going to harvest first and what changes we were going to make mm -hmm. based on what we got from, from Chris, which, you know, he was the one that was making the decisions which blocks we were going to harvest first. So you talked about how your, your role kind of changes with the season. What is your favorite time to be out here in the vineyard? I'm going to say summer or spring. I mean, I think the months, uh, I'm going to say is May, in June just because everything is growing so fast. Mm. I mean, you can see it. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you don't walk for a few days, you can see the shoots just growing. Mm -hmm. And so, but at the same time, it, it's, it's a little bit of a pressure because I know there's, you know, that's when work starts. <laughs> you gotta keep going. So I'm curious uh, from your role here, how much attention you pay to the industry outside of Soder? Are you, do you, do you pay fairly close attention to Oregon wine or is it, are you fairly focused on what you do here? I, I, I'm pretty focused just on what I do here. I think I, I like to, to live, be simple guy, just kind of day by day, you know, I just kind of, I, I try to learn as much as I can and I'm always learning new things here. So I'm, I'm more focused about, about, about this site. You know, I, I want to do the best I can for this site mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. You mentioned, obviously, growth and change here. So what uh, is sort of in the future for this site? What's, what's coming up that you'll be involved in? Well, I mean, uh, right now there's uh, a spot that needs to be planted. But uh, I think moving forward, just trying to keep to be consistent, consist, consistent in what we do, just uh, take care of uh, our plants and make them, you know, have a good journey in their life cycle. Is there more expansion on the horizon? More, more planting? Well, I mean, I, I think so. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think that's a decision that <laughs> um, that somebody else is going to make. But yeah, I think I think we're going to be planting a few more. And sort of what else is next for you? Are you anything else on your horizon, either at work or, or in personal life that you're excited about? Well, I mean, right now, it's uh, 
I'm pretty happy doing this. I think this is this is kind of like my comfort zone, and so uh, my goal is to just you know work here and and spend as much time as I can with my family, mm -hmm. and so that's kind of that's kind of the goal. Just make memories. Mm -hmm. If you could. Uh as you, if you could give advice to, the, to, to yourself as you were just entering into the vineyard and wine industry, what would you tell your past self? You know, I would say probably, you know, just uh, invest more time in school just because I feel like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's good to just have the knowledge, you know, when before you have family just because you have the time. So why not make it? <laughs> And what are you sort of proudest of? What do you feel like is your biggest accomplishment so far in your career? I, I would say just keeping my job, <laughs> you know, coming back to this place. I think that's, that's, that's what, it, what I think. But at the same time, it's, it's uh, you know, being, being mobile, trying to stay active and so I can perform the jobs that are, that are required here and then being healthy, you know, just trying to to keep my body in in a in a way that if I need him, is gonna respond. All right, that's all the questions that I have for you. Uh, is there anything I didn't ask that I should have? Anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to cover here today? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I think I'm good. <laughs> Well, excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time, sharing your story with us, and, and uh, taking us through your journey so far. We'll let you off the hook. Thank you very much. Thank Let's you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Oregon Wine History Archive podcast. And thank you to all our supporters, partners, donors, and interviewees who have helped make our project a success. Be sure to check out our website at OregonWineHistoryArchive.org for more interviews, photographs, wine labels, and more. And stay tuned for more interviews as we tell the story of Oregon wine. The Oregon Wine History Archive podcast is brought to you from the Oregon Wine History Archive at Linfield University. With a very special thank you to all the Linfield Archive students who have contributed to these oral history interviews over the years.